joined in this segment by Sheriff Jack Campbell. Sheriff, good morning to you. First of all, it seems to be relatively quiet in Springfield. Is that the same case in the county? Yes. Um, actually, we didn't have any, any instance in the county at all to report. Um, our efforts throughout the evening yesterday and last night was focused in the city and certainly the unincorporated parts of Springfield uh, as far as prevention goes. But uh, overall, it was a good effort. And uh, the people here in, in Springfield were, were uh, protesting peacefully for the most part. There was a few isolated incidents in the city, but for the most part, it wasn't what the other communities around the state uh, experienced. Some of the things that I saw on social media included uh, large caravans of vehicles uh, cruising around town, uh, people marching in the streets and whatnot. Uh, as you mentioned, there were uh, uh, some isolated incidents of uh, uh, what's being characterized on social media as like a black party, for instance. But uh, as mm-hmm. far as property damage is concerned here, um, what kind of things do uh, law enforcement, uh, not just uh, you know Springfield Police, but uh, Sangamon County law enforcement and the sheriff's office, uh, talk a bit about the support there in uh, making sure that uh, any property damage is contained and also to ensure that people are held accountable? Sure. Um, and I want to start off by by complimenting Chief Winslow at the City Police Department. He had gathered uh, all the chiefs of the municipalities that touched Springfield and myself yesterday on a phone conference and, uh, you know, had expressed what was going to happen throughout the evening and asking for any additional units we could all provide. I know we doubled our manpower starting at 6 p.m. yesterday through about 3 a.m. today. And I know most of the other chiefs had offered up a, an officer or two and and we were asked to patrol the main corridors. Like we handled basically Dirksen Parkway from Stevenson Drive up to uh, Maiden north of Walmart. And uh, and I think that that extra effort actually prevented um, any other possible scenarios out there. You know, a strong police presence uh, oftentimes will, will prevent that. Um, but yes, there were, um, you know, we will, there was only two arrests made. Uh, and and uh, they were, at least one of them for sure was a Springfield resident. The other one I couldn't confirm. Uh, I believe he was also from Springfield. Uh, so that was pretty good that there was only a couple incidents in town. And, um, you know, overall, I think that uh, the protesters, you know, have the right to, to protest peacefully. We have no problem with that. And I think for the most part, they did it. And I think it was two distinct groups of individuals. I think that the ones that were protesting and and even though they were blocking some roadways, that wasn't anything that was causing any major concerns. Uh, but there was a separate group that chose to take advantage of the situation, and there was some looting and criminal damage that happened in the city throughout the night. Um, but for the most part, again, I believe that uh, we we dodged a bullet, so to speak. Sheriff Jack Campbell's with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Sheriff, as we go forward this week and in the future, what extra measures will the department be taking? Will it be similar to last night, or will it be scaling down a little? Yes, uh, very similar to last night. Uh, you know, and Chief Winslow was still texting me at about 2.30 this morning, so uh, he, he's on top of it, and the plan is still to uh, to have that type of presence again throughout the city and, and uh, certainly at, uh, at the edges of Springfield. I know the state police um, was handling White Oaks Mall and, uh, and shutting that down out there, and we will continue to do that. We have another protest scheduled for 3 p.m. today. And, uh, again, hopefully this is a peaceful protest, and, and I know that the – the organizers are working hard uh, to ensure that it is peaceful. We have no qualms with the organizers. They are trying to do their best to control it, and um, we will we will continue that stepped up presence. And, and uh, you know we will we use good discretion and good restraint when it comes to dealing with them. We know that there's a, it's a very emotional situation uh, for so many of them, but we cannot uh, stand for the looting and criminal damage to happen. And we will 
make arrests, and we will hold those those people accountable. Sangamon County Sheriff Jack Campbell joins us with the News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY morning news feed. Sheriff, of course, uh, what's happening here is you've got uh, people who have seen just one too many instances of uh, uh, a death in the hands of law enforcement uh, across the country, uh, and they seem to uh, pop up, and then uh, maybe uh, some of the uh, outrage fizzles out, but this one uh, has not. I mean, there's there's increasing outrage across the country. Uh, as a member of the law enforcement community, um, what's, what's the message this kind of, uh, I guess, distrust of government, this mm-hmm. level of um, uh, animosity there may be, and just a, a desire uh, to, to have some significant change. Uh, what does that change look like, in your opinion, and what message uh, do you think law enforcement's receiving from all of this across the country? We would ask that people uh, look at these as isolated incidents. When you look at the millions and millions of police contacts every day throughout this country, it takes one like this, and, and uh, in my opinion, from what I know, clearly that officer was wrong for what he had done, and um, you know that that person had been subdued and neutralized. And there was no reason for that. But what we're asking the public and, and the protesters to understand: these are very isolated incidents, and, and they're very rare. It's it's unfortunate that the, this was caught on tape, and and, and that it, it fanned the flame so heavily. It, you know, but again, I'm recognizing that, in my opinion, that officer was wrong. And, you know, please understand that and don't hold every police officer accountable for one officer's actions. Uh, we believe that's not fair uh, to, to the profession, and it certainly undermines uh, the, the, the 99% of the good cops that are out there. And so we're asking for understanding and patience um, when, when uh, dealing with law enforcement. But, but Sheriff, what, what message do you think that uh, the protesters are sending to law enforcement, and um, what do you think law enforcement needs to do to answer those protesters? Well, the, the message they're sending is it's hard to decipher because you have, you have the, the troublemakers mixed in with the, the legitimate protesters. So we, we would ask for, uh, if there's concerns, again, I can only speak for the Sheriff's Office, but if there's concerns with the Sheriff's Office, I would ask to speak to the leaders, you know, sit down one-on-one in a room with them and, and, and see what we can do to, to alleviate their concerns. And, you know, I think that law enforcement constantly needs to be uh, tweaking their policies. They need to be, uh, you know, doing as much training as they can and explaining to their officers and deputies and troopers, you know, the ramifications of these actions. I went and spoke to all the briefings after this incident occurred and, and reminded them about using restraint and don't don't let your emotions get the best of you. And, and I, again, I don't know what the motivation of the officer was in, in Minneapolis, but it, it appears that, that, uh, that there was no reason to do that. And, you know, we have to remember that in our training, and, and supervisors need to, to reiterate it every briefing and remind the deputies that, that when it's over, it's over. You know, once the threat's been neutralized one way or another, that – that uh, it's time to be the professional and not get caught up in any of your emotions. Well, and Sheriff, I think one thing that uh, at least I'm, I'm gleaning from uh, protests across the country, uh, they, they want more accountability uh, and not the type of accountability that takes weeks to, to come you know to fruition. Uh, like, mm-hmm. for instance, if I was to kneel on uh, Chris Murphy's neck for eight minutes and there was video of it and what well, Chris... like you did earlier today. <laughs> no. <God>. Uh, <laughs> uh, and if, if Chris was to, uh, you know, unfortunately pass away, I would be put in handcuffs like instantly. 
Uh, do you mm-hmm. think that there needs to be that level of accountability when it comes to civilian law enforcement to have them, if there's like a police-involved death, uh, right, where it's a, a police-involved mm-hmm. shooting of some kind, should there be some kind of custody taken of that officer until everything is investigated and figured out? Well, I don't want to speak for, you know, what happened up there. It's up to the prosecutors uh, there in, in Minneapolis. But, you know, certainly uh, – with that video, um, if it happened uh, at, at the sheriff's office, it, it would, I think, have taken a whole different uh, turn. I, I just don't think we could have allowed for that. And, and uh, you know, in this case, if, it, if the same scenario happened in Sandman County, I would immediately get with Dan Wright to review the, the video and, and make a, a quicker decision. And I think you hit it on the head that the, the time that is taken um, during some of these incidents does, is concerning for the public and, and truthfully for members of our profession that that look at that uh, in horror when they listen, when they saw the video and they just can't believe it. Um, so yes, I think that like many situations, um, how quickly you respond to it can alleviate it, or if you're slow to respond to it, it fans the flames. So we we will learn from that also, and and you know, knock on wood, keep my fingers crossed, everything that nothing like that ever happens here. But I'm certainly paying attention and learning from that. Uh, how we should respond uh, here in Simon County. Uh, Sheriff Campbell, first weekend of the outdoor dining, I know there were a lot of squads that passed the main gate when I was over there, and uh, you were keeping a close eye on it with the department along with the Springfield Police and more. What's your assessment from the opening weekend? Were people following the rules? Yeah, they were. In my first assessment, I'm very happy for all these uh, uh, restaurant owners and people that have been you know, held from uh, making a living. And I'm very happy for them that we could at least get order, uh, opened up in this, in this manner. So, but, but everybody did very well. Um, you know, I, I was out and about myself and, and uh, pay attention to places I drove by and uh, I saw people either wearing masks or socially distanced and sitting in small groups, uh, just as the order uh, said, and, and just, again, very happy with Springfield and Sandman County folks for abiding. Well, is there going to be a little bit of extra patrol or something uh, on those areas? You know, it, it is a little bit concerning that, that uh, the outdoors can spill out a little bit into the sidewalk and stuff when you have people drinking outside. Is there a little extra concern on that? Well, there won't be extra patrols. Uh, if somebody calls us, we will certainly respond and, and ensure they're abiding. But, again, our plan since day one, Chris, has been um, education and discretion. You know, we're making sure people understand what the orders say, and uh, and just our deputies are, are very good with their discretion and, and how they're handling it. This we're not looking to to cause them more problems. Again, they've already been kept from from making a living for a while, and uh, we are not going to to fan those flames. But we will educate them, let them know what's required. Very good. All right, uh, Sheriff. Um, back to this uh, ongoing issue of uh, unrest um, and uh, you know protests and whatnot, uh, leading to possible uh, you know property damage and and violence. Uh, talk a bit, if you can, of you know you you mentioned uh, the Springfield Police Chief working with uh, other police chiefs in uh, neighboring uh, communities and working with the sheriff's mm-hmm. department. Um, tell me a bit about kind of the regional uh, cooperation that may be needed uh, if, you know, if there was going to be even larger type of events uh, that are uh, that are more large scale. Uh, what kinds of, uh, you know, collaborative approaches are there uh, when it comes to resource sharing, equipment sharing, uh, and even like, for instance, having uh, Sangamon County share with like the likes of Peoria or with Champaign where there was larger unrest. Uh, there, there is going to be kind of a shifting of resources uh, involved in all of this, right? 
you know, uh, there's these uh, uh, mobile uh, field forces that are set up through uh, through the federal government. And I know the Springfield Police Department is part of that, and they're, they utilize that. Um, but, yes, if, if one of our, our neighboring you – know, we wouldn't want to venture too far out, outside the county. You know, uh, certainly if it was a Jacksonville, somebody – Taylorville that was a, a adjacent county, we would uh, be happy to respond. We have some intergovernmental agreements with some other um, uh, counties, Menard County for one, that we would help out with our with our tactical response unit if necessary. But the main thing is, and I also want to say the state police are great um, with their coordination, and they certainly cover the entire state. And uh, here in District 9 in Springfield, we're very lucky to have a, a good crew there also, and, and uh, we stay in constant contact with each other. So we will we will kind of monitor the situation and, and pay attention to what's going on where. But, you know, we can't also leave Springfield and leave it vulnerable. So we have to pay attention that, that it has to be something awful bad for us to leave Simon County, because we would then pull a lot of our resources away from here, and it could break out right behind us. So we got to be very careful about a situation like that. Very good. Sheriff Campbell, listen, thank you so much for your time, and uh, please do keep us informed, and if we can do anything for you, let us know, okay? Yeah, I thank you so much, and thank you for what you do. It's important that the your listeners uh, stay informed, and I'll do my best to help out. All right, Absolutely. terrific. Thank you so okay. much, Sheriff. We Thanks, appreciate guys. it.